On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Comrade when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping you. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you're gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to the Who's Man's podcast. I'm your host, Ron Adon, aka Mr. Taylor Mate. In the building of me, I got my man's Conrad. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Who's Man's Podcast. Hope y'all doing right, fine, and just chilling. But before we get going, we got to find out who's here. Hey, Carlos Ramos, the U.S. Open referee who refereed Serena Williams' match. I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know when, but these hands (laughs) are waiting (laughs) For you, okay, all right. We'll talk more about it later. But these hands, all right. <laughs> you just could hands. not wait. <laughs> Welcome to the invitation. So, Brian, are you saying you're Carlos today? Oh no, no, uh, no, uh, no! I'm these hands. Okay. And oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> That's what uh, I know for sure. Carlos Ramos. Just give me five minutes. That's all I want. All right, well, that's good to know. So, also in the building with us tonight, we got another special guest joining us tonight. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, friend of us, friend of our guys here, Kevon. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate being on the, the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm just excited to be here. Well, yeah, so Kevon, me and Brian have got have got the chance to meet Kevon through our mutual friend of ours, uh, Evan, who's joined the podcast in the past. He introduced us all. He's a real cool dude. We've had a great time hanging out with him. He's been checking us out and wanted to come join. So we appreciate having you here, man. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm ready to get into, man, all the topics. They're all pretty juicy. So uh, more than anything right, else, man. I'd love to hear you guys' opinions. Hey. Nice. All and right. if you don't know, right. Kevon is a real-life superhero. I mean, he saves people from drowning and. A real life lifesaver right here. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, not at all. It's not true at all. But <laughs> I, I like to think so. I'm just saying. I mean, he does. He, he, he has to name his first son, born son after you, because if it wasn't for you, he would be alive to have that child. So he owes you a lot. Yeah, you spell it. It's K E V O N. Just F Y. All right, you hear that, Donald? Make sure you spell it right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. How y'all been doing lately? What y'all been getting into? Kind of what you been up to? Oh man, it was a chill, chill weekend. Uh, I think it's like my first weekend chilling at the house in this month uh, without traveling or weddings or. um, So it was good, man. Laid back. Saturday literally didn't do a damn thing other than sit on the couch. Finally had some wing stop and it was fire. Um, yeah, it was good, man. Chill work Sunday. Did the same thing after work. Um, that's about it, man. How about y'all? Y'all doing well? B shop. Hey, can I can I start off with an unpopular opinion? Uh, here we go. Look, hey man, wing stop ain't all that, dog. 
All right, I'm gonna put that out there real quick. So Brian, <laughs> so Brian, how's your weekend, Brian? Ad, wow. gotta hear. How's your weekend, Brian? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, weekend was trash. Oh, okay, weekend was trash. Trash. Um, like we knew it would be. It rained all weekend. That should have been the first hint. Um, Serena was robbed. We'll talk about that. Michigan State made me stay up for nothing. Mm. Um, so I got up and went to church on Sunday because I felt like it was <laughs> like maybe I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So, um, and guess what? What guess what God did? Sent me to the Beyonce concert. Won't he do it? Beyonce and Jay Z. Beyonce uh, and Jay Z concert last night. So you know we're looking up, looking up. Praise, praise. What about you, Ronald? Wrong. I mean, let's just go ahead and stop right there at that concert real quick because that was just an amazing experience. Man. So the Jay Z and Beyonce concert, we got a chance to check it out last night, and we missed literally every opening act. Like we, <laughs> we literally, we literally got to our seats as they were coming out. Like we were all coming out as a unit. <laughs> and, and you would, and I wouldn't tell you, I don't feel like we missed anything. Like the show they put on just themselves was so great. It, I feel like it yeah. would last it forever. Like, I look up and I'm like, damn, they still going. They, st- they still have more energy than us. Like, we tired in the stands. Sure. Half our section had to sit down, and they still up there killing it. They got they got hits on hits on hits. Like, they probably didn't even do half their catalogs. And, and they yeah. still give us, like, a good two hours. Mm. Like, and the setup, it was just, like, the stage was humongous. All of these people in the stadium, just high energy. I don't think we ever sat down. Like, people around us sat down, and they probably didn't like us because we started booing them. So, <laughs> I don't think we made friends last night, but it was definitely an, an amazing time. Be shocked here. Amazing time. Be shocked. Were you rocking some uh, Beyonce gear? You know, I had to represent the Jackson family. I don't wear other people to concerts, you know? <laughs> so, I had my Michael Jackson okay. bad T-shirt on and made his debut. Um, I don't think I got compliments, but I'm sure that a lot of people complimented me. <laughs> you know, I think sure. you got a lot of compliments, but it was just so loud. And it was just so much energy. You probably True. couldn't hear it, but I'm, I'm sure True. everybody in the section was like looking over and making sure that they got a great look at it. Yeah. I think Jay looked at one point like, wow, we could have wore that. Wow. He almost tried to stop the show. It, looked, it felt like when he saw it. He did. But hey, <laughs> here we are. But no, <laughs> I, I would definitely suggest like, even if you aren't a big fan of either one of them, it still was a great show. Like, if you are at least a casual fan of either artist, you would definitely have a great time with her. And, and even if you just like good shows, like, you ain't even really got to be a fan. You just like seeing people go out there and do the damn thing. Get a chance to go out there and check that show. Right. Well, that's nice. Thanks for the invite, but I'm glad you guys had a great time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Kiva, what you been up to? <laughs> uh- <laughs> Um, just enjoying uh, my wife's birthday. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was last week, um, September the 5th. So it was in the middle of the week, uh, which gave me uh, not very much time to go ahead and put all the, the birthday gifts together and things of that nature. So uh, once I did, though, I did get it together. She liked it. So, you know, I did something right, which is good. And uh, we ended up. <laughs> We ended up putting me, Karen, and Evan. We ended up putting together a surprise birthday party for her on Saturday. Nice. So uh, that was a fun, fun event, from what I hear, what I've been told. Uh, so it was, it was a good time. 
They must have got a little bit more lit after we left. <laughs> Uh, well, a little bit. I mean, you know, you know how alcohol works. Everyone starts, <laughs> yeah, and then it gets it gets better as the night progresses. So, you know, it's good times. Yeah, you definitely know how that goes. You know how alcohol works. Was he really surprised? Uh, so this was this is a funny. First of all, we come to the door, and. I guess uh, one of the guys was whispering, or he thought he was whispering back to uh, Karen. It's like she's already here. <laughs> so <laughs> before we open the door, my wife comes back and looks at me, and I'm just like, "Uh, maybe that's Evan. I don't know." <laughs> and so we open the door, and we're walking in, and uh, I was his name, Kerr. Kerr said. Hey, what's going on? And she said, hey. And then it was kind of cool, like a very, very cool reception. And then I just had to, like, bring it to another level. I was like, surprise! And everyone else kind of joined in on the fun. So it was a little low, but it, you know, picked up. Picked up pretty quick afterwards, so. Uh, you know, when I, when I was little, I used to ask my mom, I'm like, mom, can you throw me a surprise party? And she used to say, you idiot, like, I would surprise you if you already know about it. And 31 years later, I've never had a surprise party. <laughs> so, I'm, this year, I'm not going to ask. Yeah, you, you stop asking for it, and we'll go ahead and give it to you. <laughs> well, hey, ne- never forget, 2 chains threw himself a surprise party. So it is possible. Hey. Yeah. yeah, he did that. He did that. That was the thing. <laughs> you know Wait, what? You gotta listen to his music. And he had a ball. <laughs> yeah, quite a, quite a good time. Wow. All right, so we definitely got some fun things we're gonna talk about yeah. tonight. Some some crazy stuff going on in the week, but even with all the crazy stuff going on in pop culture, there have been a few things going on that haven't been as great, and we want to make sure we take some time out to address those. So before we get into the who's mess for tonight, we got a couple things we're gonna talk about. I'm passing one off to you, Brian. You want to go ahead and introduce the first topic? Yeah, really sad story actually out of Dallas um, happened, I think, last weekend as well. Um, an off-duty officer named Amber Geiger, I think that's how you pronounce it, um, walked into, a, a allegedly, let's say that, walked into uh, what she thought was her apartment. She said she saw a shadowy figure coming towards her and that person did not uh, listen to her uh, commands that she was given and she shot that person. Now here's the bad part. She was in the wrong apartment and that shadowy figure was Botham, I'm probably pronouncing this wrong and I apologize, Botham Shim Jean or John, um, who was in his apartment um, and now was uh, shot dead by this off-duty officer. Now, a lot of people are calling foul on this story, saying it's too perfect. Like, what happened? How does this happen? Um, and I know there was, like, uh, some testing done on the on Amber uh, at the scene, and none of that information has really come out as to, like, hey, was she intoxicated? Um it's just a sad story. And it like really hit me because obviously it's in Dallas. I live in an apartment. 
Um, it, it just is something scary that honestly could happen to it could happen to to any of us. So, what, what do you guys I, think of this story? Still mind blown by it. Um, my girlfriend and I were talking about it, and we're just like, at because I heard the issue was like, or one of the excuses was, you know, she worked a twelve-hour shift and. You know, she was tired and all this stuff, and that's why she was incoherent or didn't realize where she was going. And I'm just talking to my girlfriend. I'm like, don't you work 12 hours? <laughs> she's like, she's like, yeah. You work in a hospital, right? So you're dealing with people and all this craziness. I was like, have you ever been so tired that you clock out, walk home, get your key, go to your apartment, put your key in, it doesn't work, and you just keep going. And then when you realize someone, someone is opening the door, you call the cops on them that they're in your house. Because that's the that's what I'm thinking at that point. Like I can't see how tired you can be. Like I get people get tired, and sometimes they're like just zone out, or they like you know you do things that you don't really understand. But in this case, the key didn't go in. Usually, when your key doesn't work after you jimmy it, after you fidget you. Then you're like, oh, shoot, let me look at the number on my door. Mm -hmm. Oh, damn, this ain't my door. My dumb ass. Walk away, laugh about it. Don't tell nobody the next day. Go home. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm just trying to figure out. Like, how do you, how does that work to where you stay there? The person opens the door and then you pop two shots in him. Well, the door was the door was unlocked, so she just she did try the key and then walked in when she noticed it was unlocked. But you're right. How does it how does it get to the level of you? Yeah, man. Like none of this adds up. Like this is one of those stories where, like, as soon as you hear, like, this is immediately does not add up. We definitely need to hear more information and like facts. Some more facts need to come out about this. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, just like you said, it 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 doesn't make. I'm trying to think of a time that I've accidentally myself, and I have actually done that myself living. I've only lived in apartments. So I've walked to someone else's apartment thinking it was mine. But as soon as I got there, my key didn't work. Um, You know, look at the numbers like, oh, this isn't mine. And then I go back to my place. Um, The point that even adds to the mystery uh, of this is the fact that she went to the wrong floor. That apartment mm. wasn't even on the same floor as hers. I think the, the apartment was right above hers. Yeah. So not only was she so dazed and confused to walk into another apartment, but she I think she lived on the second floor and the guy above her lived on the third floor. So, you know, just a, a bunch of questions that um, aren't answered. And th- I think the sadder part is even no matter what happens in the case, there are a bunch of questions that will not be answered because you can only ever really, you're only ever going to know her side of the story. Exactly. Right. And that's the shittiest yeah. part about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I've definitely done this before. So like living here in my current apartment, just went to the wrong floor, went to the floor mm-hmm. under instead of uh, going up another level, got to the door that I thought was mine. <laughs> Turn my key is like you to your point, Conrad. You idiot! Like get the hell away from here before something happens to you. I just don't understand. Even if it's dark, like I know my apartment. I know. And you live in a fortress, man. You see, as soon as I open the door. (laughs) (laughs) 
shooting. And I understand she was a cop. Uh, like, how does it get to, like, shoot first, ask questions later? Like, how does that work? Why? Well, it's 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 crazy because you can you can see people rationalizing the situation and you can see people it's it's just it's it's gonna get i feel like it's i'll I'll go back to when i first heard about the story my first thoughts were oh well she was clearly no matter what happened she was clearly breaking and entering they're going to charge her i just guessed manslaughter and Mm -hmm. you know she'll go to jail and so on and such and it wasn't until this case kept getting dragged on and, uh, you know, arresting her until the third day afterwards. And then the Texas Rangers got involved. And then I started thinking, man, I think this might be what this might be one of those cases where it's like on, on nationally televised and everybody's going to have a an opinion about it. And I don't think it's going to be as slam dunk as I once thought. Um if not for the case, then for other cases that have happened in the past with police officers and African-American <clears throat> men. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I, this is one of the things where you should be on edge about because it should be a open and closed kind of cl- kind of case. But, um, yeah, this kind of shakes you a little bit or it shakes <clears throat> me a little bit. I knew it was a wrap and it wasn't going to go the way we thought it was going to go once the Texas Rangers dropped the, the whole, what was it, the warrant for arrest? And or released mm-hmm. her for being cooperative. I'm mm-hmm. like, come yeah. on, like, so what? How many times we've been cooperative and we've been? Well, you see the videos, so I don't even need to go into that. But anyone, anybody else getting released? No. So that's, so that's when no, I knew I was like, that's when I knew I was like, man, this is gonna be one of those deals. She's gonna get protected. Three hundred thousand dollar bond, and she got that money just like that. Well, remember, she only got to pay ten percent, so. <laughs> I mean, cops don't make great money to have thirty grand lying around. I mean, she must have a real yeah. a great network. I, unless, yeah, unless, the, yeah. unless the union got her out like great that. Network got to be something. Yeah, I think she I think she got out that night. As a matter of fact. Wow. So, yeah. But rest in peace to that man, Paris's family. Um, I can't even, I mean, literally in the right place <laughs> at home. Doing nothing. In the place you pay for, and then you get shot and killed. All right. But, wow. All right. Yeah. Let's go ahead and move on to the next topic for tonight. So I'm going to once again hand it off to B because I feel like there's no other person in here who can introduce <laughs> this one with the, the proper oh, level yeah. of passion. And I feel oh, like yeah. I'm going to leave it there. Go ahead, B. What's up next? <laughs> Hey, deep breath. Mm. Hey, chocolate. First day, a couple of deep breaths. I've been waiting since. I. You're right. You're right. All right, let's go. <laughs> I should have did that Saturday too. All right, I bet I told them I wanted to record on Saturday. <laughs> so glad we didn't. Uh, <laughs> and this is a much lighter topic, obviously. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. But here we go. So Saturday. Serena Williams, Serena Jones Williams, greatest athlete of all time, don't at me, I got, um, went out there to the U.S. Open finals. She made it to the finals. Let's, 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 let's add a little bit to it, though. Hold on. Hold on. Serena, a year ago, gave birth to uh, <laughs> my niece, Alexis Olympia, um, almost died while get, or after giving birth. 
All right. A year later, she's in the finals of the U.S. Open. Her second final of the year. I mean, come on, come on. Um, in the finals, facing Naomi Osaka, who is a Haitian <laughs> Japanese. Thank you, Ron, for. You sure did. All through the weekend. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, who is a great tennis player ha- is having the year of her life uh won 3.8 million dollars by winning but that that don't mean that don't mean nothing right now okay we talking about serena williams going for a 24th grand slam in new york city on her home soil with the fans all wanting to experience history and this motherfucker carlos ramos assigned serena three warnings which resulted in her uh, losing not only a point, but also a game in the, one of the biggest matches really of all time, to be fair, in the sport. Because, hey, who knows what can happen or how that match would swing if free points mm-hmm. weren't be or free games weren't being handed out. Now, I'm going to stop there because I know we got, I got thoughts and opinions. Um, yeah, I, go ahead, I go just ahead. have one question. Okay. Which I and I don't mean anything by it, but wasn't she kind of getting her ass kicked? That oh, was go. where I was going. You want all the smoke? Because <laughs> we're <laughs> okay. All bullshit aside with the ref, because right. that's definitely right. a whole other thing. But wasn't she getting her ass kicked? Because she was first set, wasn't it six two? Here's the thing to think about, though. I'm just saying because you're. <laughs> I mean, I, that's okay, what, that, I want to talk about. I want to talk about. You're right. Like, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. For that, she had to go through. Because that way we can just give out the way. But here's what. <clears throat> Go ahead. Yeah, Naomi was playing out of her mind. She was beating Serena. That first set was I wanted to throw up. Uh, the second set was was much tighter. Serena, if you know tennis, she broke her. Um, broke her in a game that was the first time that Naomi had been broken. In what does that mean? Four matches for us non-tennis players, and which is. So basically, whenever whenever you're serving, or you're serving to your opponent, basically you're supposed to win that game, okay? Because mm-hmm. you know the serve is a dominant shot, you should be in control of that game. So Serena broke her serve, um, meaning, and if you also know, like, hey, this is this girl's first Grand Slam final, Naomi, and a lot of people play outstanding, but then, you know, the occasion gets to them, and then they can't really close it out, and there is, like, honestly, there are videos and videos of Serena compilations on the times that she has been down and out in a match getting her ass whooped, but literally at match point, and can come all the way back and win that match, win that tournament. So, even though she was down and out, Serena Williams is never. I guess you'll never know that part, part so, though. But yeah. I, I guess if you're saying that as far as she's never down, and out, I'll, I'll just say that. See, I'll come back there. I was just saying that statistically, the way the the matches were going, Naomi was going to win. I feel like regardless, in a way. I know it's. I'm just because I'm just looking at the stats because she had she, she was she was she was killing her, bro. And I feel like she got into Serena's head a little bit before the whole thing that happened with the uh, violations, but that's just my opinion. I just I just felt bad for Naomi because it was her first win, and she's never gonna remember it the same way as it's like you know Serena said like 
she's not going to remember it as or celebrate it like she should have. Um, but let's go into the deeper part where Brian wants to kill kill somebody. Ron Kevon, do you, have, you guys have thoughts? Uh, <clears throat> so the only question that I had was, um, it looks like she was upset at the ref. Were and I guess this is a question you can answer: Were the calls were they fair? The three calls that she was going back to the ref and 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 exclaiming, you know, uh, I think she said something along the lines of, "I'm not a cheater." Don't call me a cheater. Things of this nature. So, were the were the calls that the ref were calling were they fair calls or not? And here's the issue: yes and no. Okay. And what I mean by that is, it is at his discretion on if he's going to do those calls at that point. Okay. So the first call was saying that hey, she's receiving coaching which in tennis, you cannot, or in a Grand Slam match, during a match, you cannot, that's an illegal move. Now, hey, everybody in the stands thinks they're a coach at that moment, or even your coach is obviously going to try to do something to help you. But there's video evidence showing that Serena was not even looking at her coach when he was doing what he was doing in the stands. The second call, yes, all the way. She broke her racket. Everyone knows if you abuse any equipment, that that's a warning, okay? Uh But to Serena's point, I should only have one warning at this point. Like, it should not be two because you even apologize and say, yeah, you weren't looking at him. I get that. The third call, her calling him a thief, and he determined that that was abuse to him that's where all of this backlash has happened. Because not only at that point, if you are going to penalize her a third time, she's going to lose a game. But some people are saying, hey, me calling you a thief, is that really abuse to you? When there are examples of, this is where the sexist uh, claims come in, that there are many men who call uh, the referees much worse during matches and don't receive any type of warning. Um, but now in the biggest match of this tournament, me calling you a thief, you're going to choose that moment to, you know, basically use your power over the match. So just to make it 100% clear for people like me who didn't have a clear understanding, when he called that third violation, making her lose that game, that was the end of the match right there. They're like, there was no more tennis play. Well, there was another game, but it went from a tight match to – it went from three four. It went from I thought it went from to three five. Oh, I thought it went from four two and then five. Then she got that extra point and then she went five three or five three and then that was it basically. No, it went from three four. That was when Serena broke her racket because she had just gotten broken. That's then she went back to the chair, called him a thief. He gave her another penalty and went to three five. Serena held serve. It was four five. And then she lost because the girl uh, held her serve. Mm. Gotcha. Hmm. Well, that Here's is- my issue and why I want to fight this guy. Allegedly, I want to fight him. Hello. My thing is refs have a lot of power, okay? But they also have to understand, in my opinion, the situation. You can look at any sport that uses referees. We've all watched sports where we thought the ref play too big of a part. Whether it be NBA Finals or 
an NFL game, or what other sport? <laughs> Whatever other sport you want to think of. Or tennis. All right? There are moments, though, where you say, hey, you should not be playing as big of a part in this game that you are. And there have been rules made about it. There's been training on it. There have been, you know, different different referees assigned to those games because the ref has to understand that in that moment, you should not be playing as big of a part as you are. And in my opinion, he abused his power because that match is the biggest match of this tournament. There's literally millions of dollars on the line. There's history on the line. All of this stuff is happening. And to your point earlier, Conrad, not I'm, I'm obviously passionate about Serena, but let's say she got her ass whooped, okay? And that's it. That girl now forever is never going to know, in my opinion, if she really won that match. Because to me, I would rather lose, and Serena said this, I'd rather just lose than you give my opponent free points or free games. Like, just let me go out, you know, shoot me. Like, take me out. But don't, don't give it to him. Like, let her win it. And that's what pisses me off the most. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> I just, for me, I just think that, like you said, he abused his power, or he uh, abused his power, but at the same time, I feel like he didn't know how to use his power either. Because I feel like in a game-tight situation, it's the finals, um, it's Serena Williams, it's the underdog. All he had to say was tell, oh yeah, I feel like he, at least for me, looking at it out, he should have just been like, hey, Serena, if you keep saying that, I'm going to give you another warning or another violation. Just so she can know, like, hey, I need to chill out. Let me just finish this match. And then after the match, I can go talk to, like, something to warn her to stop talking, you know? Right. Which he didn't do. <laughs> just like, you see this in in the Super Bowl. Refs would tell players, like, that's your last warning. Next time, you're going to get a penalty. Or next time, you're going to do this. And I feel like he could have done that, but it happened. It's bullshit, and I feel it does. It does suck because that uh, Naomi's gonna have an asterisk on on that win, just because of that moment. Um, but like you said, you win some, you lose some. It just sucks that it had to end that way. But no, she'll let's be talk back. About the other BS that came after this. All right, obviously everyone became a tennis professional and a tennis referee. After this was over, uh, on both sides, you know, uh, and you had some very interesting feedback, if you will, or or responses from this. In Australia, uh, I think it's called the Herald Sun, the cartoonist there came out with this portrait or with this drawing of Serena, and many people are calling it racist. Um, in the drawing, it photos or 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 frame Serena as like a mammy character um, uh. and she looks like she is um, jumping up and down like a child uh. and then on the other side it shows that her opponent is white <laughs> not Japanese not not Haitian but white with blonde hair uh, it does not look anything like her opponent so many people call foul foul on this not only did uh the cartoonist not back down. I mean, he jumped off of social media real fast and shut his account down. Um, but the newspaper actually reprinted the picture, basically saying, no, we're not going to get rid of it and we're not going to apologize. 
Um, you also had many other athletes come out in defense of Serena. And somehow this has led back to uh, <laughs> the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. That as an example of why this shouldn't be okay. Uh, it's just, it, it's, it's been very funny how the racist has jumped out of a lot of people. Like, let me jump out and say something stupid uh, before I jump back in to my, uh, my normal everyday life. Um, have you guys seen any of the stuff that has been coming out after this? Yeah, I've definitely seen it as well. And I, I, the thing that's pissed me off the most about that's me right there with you, Brian, is that this narrative that Serena was being a sore loser, like, as, as I got a better understanding of what exactly went down, that, that whole narrative pissed me off because at no point did it ever seem like she was upset and they targeted her anger towards her. Like, this was purely between her and the ref, and people wanted to frame it as if she was just upset because the match wasn't going. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, how you framed it, I it, I knew nothing about it, so I'm just pulling information from different sources, things of that nature. Hell, I was on Cora uh, yesterday, and they had a question about the match, and somebody answered it, and it, it, it didn't explain it in nearly the same um, aspect that you did. Uh, but uh, I did see the drawing, and the drawing in and of itself, I don't think it was – I don't think it was too bad only because that that illustrator or whatever that's how he draws other people I mean it's it's or when he puts something like it's not a one-off deal for this particular illustrator or whatever the case is uh but once you see the woman in the background being white it's just like ah uh, you, you had one job I was I was maybe kind of gonna see where you're coming at with this you know, cartoon, cartoonish, overtly cartoonish drawing, but now nah, I can't even back you, so. Hey, I just want to go back to my original statement, Carlos Ramos. I don't know where you want to meet up at. <laughs> I don't know what time. But I just feel like this is necessary. I'm doing this for the culture, all right? I'm gonna take, <laughs> take whatever happens, okay? But I just think you you owe me five minutes. That's it. That's it. And now all you little <laughs> punk-ass referees out there who are talking about boycotting Serena Williams matches, believe me, she means way more to that sport than any of y'all. We can find some people to call in and out. All right? I got it. Right, so go ahead and boycott if you want to. Um, Carlos. Carlos. I'm just, I'm just saying. Five minutes. That's Do it all. for the culture. <laughs> Brian, if you give this man five minutes and he knocks you out, man, <laughs> that might happen. That might happen. Let's be honest, it might happen. Okay, he might have the hands. He might have the hands. I mean, let the world know. Just let the world know. Give, give it, give it to us all. Five minutes. All right. Of your time, Serena. We'll be back. All right. We know that. We know that. I mean, who's man's podcast? I speak for all of us, and they, they know it. We know it. You'll be back. We're going to get this 24th, you know, championship. Everything going to be good. Naomi, hey, let me say this, too. Don't feel bad for Naomi, all right? I told you the girl just won $4 million. It just came out today. Adidas is going to give her the biggest contract that they've ever given to a woman athlete. Uh, I think that's going to be announced tomorrow. Uh, the next Olympus is in Tokyo, and she is making buku money. Even though she lived in the United States, but we ain't going. What does that mean? Uh, Actually, I meant to ask you that. What did you mean by that? Okay, so basically, she was born in Japan, but she's lived yeah. in America her whole life. She had okay. the choice to pick if she wanted American citizenship or Japanese, 
and she was advised to choose Japanese because she would receive more resources because they don't have as much representation um, in sports. Right. So she made a great choice. And obviously with the Olympics coming up, that choice is going to be very, very lucrative uh, because she's going to be the face, basically, of that Olympics. But from your pettiness, was that a bad thing? Or is that just you? Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Interesting choice, right? Hey, girl, rep your, rep your country, man. Go ahead. <laughs> and she can, she can say she beat Serena twice, too. Okay, all right. Okay. She's two for two against Serena, so she can go home with that. Wait, this is not her first time playing Serena? No, it's not. Okay. Okay, oh wow! She played Serena earlier this year when she was coming back from maternity leave. Serena was trash in that match. Uh, at least this one was like better. Uh, but yeah, whatever. You beat Serena, okay? <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I'm really trying not to hate on this girl. Like you, know, I've been trying my best not to hate on. Brian was, was tearing her funny. up sat- that Saturday. <laughs> hey, she's cute. She's funny. You know, good for her. But you know, like, she's an enemy. I'm a fan of her. Hey, Ron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can replace Carlos with two. We can be five. <laughs> uh, uh, nah, I don't want them problems. Let's go ahead and keep it moving. So that's actually a perfect transition. Because speaking of not wanting these problems, we were a couple of articulations this past week. Most notably, Cardi B getting into it with Nicki Minaj, or trying to get into it with Nicki, at a New York Fashion Week event. Oh, at which clues. point, so for just a quick breakdown for anyone who may not be fully aware, these two were both at an event. Um, I, I forgot where exactly in the city it was, but it was a Fashion Week event. Nicki Minaj was at a table with her people, her security, all that, and Cardi B approached her with the ruckus. She brought all of the ruckus. All, <laughs> all She was them. ready to throw hands. She wanted her five minutes with Nikki, but Nikki was not here for it. She stayed, I think as Crystal put it, nestled in the bosom of security. Right there at that table, <laughs> nice and safe. <laughs> While Cardi literally, well, she couldn't get her hands on her. She literally took off her shoe and threw it at her. They luckily missed her, because who knows how that would end if there would have been some damages. I definitely think Nikki's the type to sue. But like like we've been saying these past couple of weeks, Nikki has been out here being reckless all over the place, and Cardi wasn't here for it. Like apparently, the thing that really like put her over the edge was Nikki's. I don't think she personally said anything about Cardi's daughter, but I think she was supporting or liking comments of people who were making disparaging remarks, and that was enough to send her over the edge with that. So, what did you guys think of that whole situation? Whose side are you on, <laughs> Cardi? <laughs> Hey, all oh, I know is man. I put all my money in Cardi. Just the fact that she took off her shoe and chucked it—that that's how you know she was ready. <laughs> that's how you know she was ready. <laughs> Although I, I don't know if you said something, I'm still confused on how she got that lump. Now I think the lump was a result of just people holding her back, and yeah. like I think people, I think that when, from video I saw it, was, it took more than one person to keep her off of Nikki. So I think just throughout that scuffle, someone eventually Damn, she got got by her own people. Hit her upside the head. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't think anyone intentionally swung and hit outside the forehead, but it just nah, it was someone who probably intentionally that one dude or girl that just you know I'm gonna throw my my jab in real quick, go back home. <laughs> yeah, I stuck her. <laughs> that was me. Man, it was the definition of like keep that same energy. Like she been saying they they ain't never liked each other. Like everybody know that. Um, Nikki talk reckless. Cardi talk reckless. I'm 
not really on nobody's side. I think they same. all are stupid. Like, same. <laughs> same. Doing. You got too much money to be out here fighting. Like, what's going on? But hey, here we are. Yeah, hip hop, hip hop is is really interesting in that you can only ever have one main female rapper, and anytime another one steps on the scene, i.e., Cardi, there 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 has to be problems. I'm not sure right. where that comes from. I'm not sure where that's born from, but it's just it's like they could both make a lot of money and both rap yeah. and 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 coexist, and then lo and behold. And you have more women who want to rap and be in the game. But, you know, I think both of them were kind of just, I don't want to say looking for reasons to get at each other, but they definitely weren't shying away from it. So, nah. and they got like the Carter. worst fans. Yeah. The worst fans. And I feel like that's, they play just as big of a part in this because they like instigate like no other. Like, <laughs> I can see how you can get riled up by these little. They probably like 10 or 12 just on their keyboard. All, like, all the lows. <laughs> hey, don't come from me, though, all right? <laughs> I, mean, I want those problems, all right? The beehive is strong enough, right? <laughs> I want, what, do, what do they call themselves? The, 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 the Barbies. The Barbies. The Barbies. Yeah. And what are the Cardi? Is it the Cardis? Oh, I don't know. I have no I idea. <laughs> I thought it was the Barbies. Or the bar, what is it? The bar, the, the Barties? The Barties? Barties? Nah, they gotta come up with something better than that. But <laughs> I don't think they have, have an official name. I think I think people give them names as jokes. I don't know if there's an official term for the car for the Cardi B high. I heard someone say the other day, uh, the Barbies and the Carbs. <laughs> <laughs> I like Oh that. my gosh. Yeah. Creative. Hey, what I didn't care for was all these people talking about, oh, why y'all doing this in front of these white people? That's why they don't invite us nowhere. Man, fuck those white people. Man, they were eating that shit up, bro. I mean, hey, if you don't do do it, I said when I see you, I I got you. And she saw her and she had it. So we're trying. (laughs) Right? Like, and that's what they see so like support. And like you guys are saying, both of them out here looking foolish. But if I have to pick a side, I'm Team Cardi because it was on site. She kept that energy up. She was not out here just talking it. She was ready to live it. And that's hip hop. And I respect that. Like, there's too many people out here in the hip hop community, and there always has been that just like to talk that mess. But then when they're in the same place with these people, they don't never want to approach them. They don't want right. to sit on the opposite side of the, uh, of the room. Do you, Cardi saw her and Cardi approached her. Do you think if no one was there to kind of stop the situation, that Nikki would have made moves? Was about that life, or should have been like let Cardi hit her and then do the whole "I'm gonna sue, sue you" thing? I don't think Nikki's about that life. I don't think she ever been about that life. <laughs> she, I mean, Nikki is from the Bronx, ain't she? I mean, I, I do believe that she would, well, there was a point in her life where she would throw hands. But yeah, I don't know about this 36, 37 hour old she is, Nikki, if, if she would throw hands. Uh-uh. She definitely no. would sue. There's no doubt in my mind that she would sue. No doubt. <laughs> She's going to do the fake hit. The, on her what clean radio I think it's called. Yep. And like dedicated hours to like how do you have that much time? She dedicated hours to this uh to what happened and how like oh Cardi has talked about people's kids and oh and she had all these receipts and it was like don't you got stuff to do? <laughs> like, 
she got a whole album to like <laughs> promote. <laughs> we ain't heard no song from you, and you out here talking about this stupid stuff. Like, ah, it, it's just a, a damn joke. Like, you got them fighting, and then you got Drake and Meek Mill making up. Like, what type of weekend was this? It was a trash right? weekend, I'm telling y'all. <laughs> like, <what happened? laughs> September is just off to a crazy ass time. Like, this month is, I'm not even, I don't even want to know what's going to happen in the last two thirds. Oh, you're right. Hey, think about it like that. The month changed. Like <laughs> out here, was it a full moon or something? I swear, like something was up. Temperature go down ten degrees and everybody just lose their mind. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how, what what the cold felt like or what normal temperatures felt like. It right. just started wilding. But Man, but like, if that wasn't crazy enough, sorry, Ron, go ahead. Hey, you might you might be saying the same thing. Go ahead, keep going. When you get on Twitter and you see them trending and you keep scrolling at three and four, you know how Twitter got the top 20. Three and four is Mary J. Blige and Faith Evans. Oh, yep. What the hell y'all doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like, oh, no. Maybe they got a song together or something. No, they talk about they fighting at Diddy's party. Like, what? Oh, they were actually fighting? No, they were like at a step. Like, apparently Diddy had a party in the Hamptons. And they, they get they brought the smoke. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't ever want to see my aunties fighting. I don't. <laughs> That's what it feels like. That's like the aunties are fighting. <laughs> At this point, they got the young ones. Oh, how you? <laughs> <laughs> but like my fights, I can't imagine uh-huh. that fight though. You think it was like a dance battle? Uh, no. <laughs> it's the <laughs> So I don't know, <laughs> man. But could you imagine being at this party and then these two? I say they're legends. Obviously, Mary a legend. I don't know, say they're legends. Start uh, or <laughs> start to. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. If she a legend. You're right. I want. I want. <laughs> She's in a d- debatable category. Yeah, very. What if that's what they were fighting over. Like, oh, I am a legend. <laughs> <laughs> See, legendary hands, like <laughs> man, embarrassing. I can see uh, Diddy like that. That gift that keeps going—is it gift or chip? We don't know. That keep going around to him on that show, looking at that guy, just staring at them with a toothpick in his mouth. Oh, oh looking yeah. at uh, yeah. like Down making a bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was watching him like it was a making a band episode. It's like, go ahead, I'm gonna shut the studio down. Keep on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, thankfully, thankfully, everybody came back to their senses. Mary, I don't know if it's true or not, but Mary said, "Look, they didn't even have a party this weekend. I was in Louisiana filming a movie, and Faith Evans said that is not true at all. I don't fight." And nothing like that ever happened. So, look, it could just be good PR work, or, or this. Uh, I didn't. I don't even know how that rumor could start, though. If nothing like that happened, and if it could, I want to start a rumor uh, every weekend. Like, <laughs> every <laughs> week, like Patty Labelle started scrapping with. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Beyonce <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> is a bell Beyonce fighting over who can hit. I had to be Beyonce. <laughs> Love you, B. You should start a show oh, called man. Versus Beyonce and just have up against her. 
They're probably so, all. So, do you want to start a podcast? <laughs> that would be an amazing <laughs> podcast premise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the hate you will get. The beehive will be. <laughs> you will actually get more listeners from the beehive just to make sure you ain't talking smack. So, oh, yeah. If you, yeah. So oh, that, yeah. that day that you say Beyonce lost, your podcast that's last episode. Might be, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> it's going to be a knock on your door. <laughs> Who is that? We got a special guest. You see a buzz, buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Who's man's production team <laughs> versus Beyonce? Hey. That's gonna be lit. Hey, what did you guys think wait for that the whole one. Drake and Meek Mill thing? They're making up. That was cool. Yes, I'm happy. <laughs> I knew Ron was not gonna be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was gonna say that too. Look, I'm all for positivity amongst the hip hop community and like, you know, beefs being squashed before they turn into anything, you know, deadly because we don't need to bring that back into the community. But I just love I just love beef. I love this songs. I love the drama. Like, I'm gonna be. I'm sad that, that that chapter is over. What if they still like? I guess that'll be stupid if they did that. But like, Meek shakes his hand. Next month he drops a diss tape on him. Hey, the game right. did that to, to Fifty Cent. True. So I could. So I wouldn't be mad. At, well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd say. Yeah. Oh, it would be a Meek's. Times. It would be a Meek's best interest to stay on Drake's good side at this point because the way that beef was so one sided. Oh my god, it was it was horrible. Horrible. Like, oh I god. forgot they were even battling. <laughs> to be honest with you, that's how one sided it was. <laughs> right? Hey, someone someone on Twitter said Drake and Meek now they're gonna be hanging out in the club and back to back gonna come on. <laughs> Drake gonna be looking like, it wasn't him, you know. How about that drink? Drake and whatever that requested it. <laughs> and you know somebody gonna be petty and do that. You know it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would be the one to do it if, if I had the chance. Honestly, at this point, Meek should just cover it. Like, do the song himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> is this, hey, is this my girl me. tour or my tour? Speaking of hip-hop, okay. how's your uh, boy Eminem's album doing? Number one debut, over 400,000 sold. We back. I'm on the winning mm. team. If you want to join, we got applications in the back. <laughs> Who is who's ever against who's ever against that album? That was a great album. Oh, I thought you were gonna say against M, but I was gonna say you you got two of them on the phone right now. <laughs> no, I'm not against M. I'm against shitty music that M was giving me. <laughs> oh no, I no true. Revival was subpar, if 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 I were to be frank. Uh, but this this kamikaze more than makes up for it. I think. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, maybe I'll listen to it on the plane. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you still ain't listening to it. Wow. Want, so I was, hey, we keep it in 100, right? I told you, I'm not looking. Wow. Not checking for it, dog. You don't care. I wouldn't listen you know, I wouldn't listen to an album called Kamikaze while you're on a plane. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Fair enough. You, you really going to put like, that on me? You really going to put that on me? I feel like that's a fair amount of like foreshadowing that uh, we don't want to promote. Well, so. All right, so <laughs> y'all know of any cargo ships going that way? Uh, I'll hop on that. <laughs> At this point. Uh, all right, what's going on? If it ahead. happens, I'm telling F- and I survive, I'm telling FBI I was you, dog. 
That's fair. They gotta catch me first. Nah, it was so. Devon. <laughs> it was Devon. He knew. We already know. I can already tell. And then uh, Devon would go jump out. Devon would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Save my life. Be a character with this. Wait, you saved Darnold's life? Conrad, where was you at the first? <laughs> Wait, this. Was... Remember when we told you that he almost died on that boat? That's what I was trying to lead to. Was that the you were the lifesaver? I thought you were telling him, like, this dude is, like, a top-notch lifeguard or the second job or something. I just didn't want to, like, you know, I really was – y'all really got me. I thought he was a lifesaver or a nurse or something or a doctor. I wish. So that's what I was thinking. But, all right, my bad. Uh, he, yeah. saves, he saves kangaroos. He does. Mostly. He does. Mostly. Yeah. They need to be saved, that's for sure. Shout out to Australia, <laughs> you know. And not the other kangaroo we're talking about. <laughs> uh, what else right, you got, Ron? Let's go ahead and move on to the next thing for tonight. So this one is one that Kevon himself wanted to talk to us about. So I'm gonna go ahead and pass it off to you to, to bring this topic for us. Okay, so the Oakland Raiders, uh, they will be moving to a new city uh within the next couple of years. I think for the they'll be able to start their first game in Las Vegas uh during the twenty twenty season. Um, if you guys haven't seen the, the stadium, it's beautiful. Just go Google it. And they have like this little 3D thing that you can look at and it goes all around the stadium. Like um, when it was computer generated, of course, they're still building it or whatever. But uh, this has got to be the worst decision mm. ever by the NFL uh, on a lot of different levels because every single person who goes to Las Vegas – is going to lose their job. Like they will <laughs> I was not. about to say it's going to die. That's, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> but, you, know, you, cannot, you cannot build a franchise in Sin City and then you know expect your players to, to act a certain way or, or to be a certain way, especially now with all this uh, social media presence and any everybody you know has a camera on their phones and stuff like that. It's just I can just see it now, and it is not going to be good. Man, what especially a rookie. A 19-year-old, even 20, 21-year-old kid out there, they're going to act a damn fool. Just got paid millions for the first time in their life. And you put yep. in Vegas? Yep. <sighs> yep, that's a recipe for disaster. So I, mean, I wouldn't trust myself wow. in Vegas with a million dollars right now. You're going to give it to a 20-year-old kid? Give me a thousand. I can trust myself. Just buy my tickets. Ticket, so. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anybody out there listening? They want to test this out. Let's do it. Like, man, I guess I never thought about just, it that way. I just looked at the stadium. My God, that's beautiful. Like beautiful wow. stadium. Beautiful stadium. Yeah. Is Be- the Raiders like your team? Oh no, not at all. I don't. <laughs> I don't like them oh, at all. <laughs> Not at all. You're just looking out for public safety. <laughs> it's just the PSA. I'm looking out for everybody else because you can't have, you know, some 6'4", 220, 230-pound guys running around drinking. And, and, and you know what? Dallas players, people who live in Dallas that play for the Cowboys, they already had a, have a hard enough time staying out of the clubs, staying out of the strip clubs, all that stuff. So just take whatever issues Dallas Cowboys players have and then multiply that by like three million. And that's what the guys in Las Vegas are gonna have. All right. I'm wow. gonna I'm gonna, you know, take up for our Vegas listeners. 
because I know y'all out there, uh, <laughs> and say, like, hey, there is more to Vegas than that, what, five mile? That Death Valley? Strip. <laughs> <laughs> there are some nice people out there. <laughs> there are some families. <laughs> um, some families. <laughs> I do wonder, like, what type of research that they do because to me, I do think of Vegas as only the strip, and normal people actually live there. I don't know how. Um, like, <laughs> who? How do they? How do they? How are they like knowing that people are actually gonna come to the games? I mean, I like nobody really goes to Vegas for sports. But now do that they, they have, have that hockey, team? they have a hockey team that just won the cup. Oh, definitely. oh, really? Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to think of. Like, if they can get, I mean, not that. Oh, actually, hockey is is really big. Uh, but if they're where, put, huh? <laughs> where? It's like where? The, the I'm just saying that it's, it's still a big sport that people. I mean, people still watch hockey. Uh, I don't know much black people that watch hockey, but people watch hockey. We try, and we we really did. Um, but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that they still have professional players that are over there and were and for one thing they put this team together i forgot what it was called but they basically just grabbed random players and put a team together and then they won the world cup or the the another world cup the um stanley, stanley, cup. Cup. stanley cup stanley cup wait they didn't tell us you won the stanley cup you and your people no you the first it. year they did it oh, oh okay and uh <laughs> Damn, y'all coming for me. Yes, I we did. For you. Yes, I, I had, I had, the Capitals <laughs> won. Motosokas. <laughs> so what is the truth? <laughs> um, so if their players can make it down there, why can't NFL players make it down there? Uh, it's, it's funny you say that because I actually did a little bit of research. And um, on, a, on a pure numbers basis and as well as a percentage basis, NFL players um, get arrested and are convicted of crimes at a much higher rate than the NBA, the NHL, and the MLB. So I, the, okay. the, the clientele... Got three sticks on your ass. First of all, that report sounded like it snitches. It's just the, the type of people, and it's, I don't think it has anything to do with race, but I do think that who you have to be in order to play and excel in the NFL is, I mean, I, I don't know how, how else to put it. The the type of individuals who tend to, I don't want to say excel at football, but they tend to garner that type of individual. They're not the, the, the calm, cool, calm, collected kind of individuals. It's usually the ones where gambling is usually the ones where the club scene attracts them. And just by virtue of numbers, I mean, you put yourself in those situations, it, you just increase your opportunities of, of getting in trouble. And I can think of no other place in this great union that we call the United States of America where you can put yourself in a worse situation than Las Did- Vegas. <laughs> I don't know. North Dakota pretty trash. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I don't know. I'm sorry. You been to North Dakota, bro? Look, I'm willing to stand with you and say that North Dakota is probably trash. We, we don't probably. have to go. I, I feel confident in making that statement. Trash for what? Ain't nothing there. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wait, so, uh, so the Grand so if, if they say, you know what, we're gonna move the this team to North Dakota. It'll be the safest. That team gonna lose so many fans. <laughs> it, it'll be the no. <laughs> it'll be the safest team in the NFL. In the world. <laughs> <laughs> they could be the most well-rested team in the league. <laughs> Build dynasty, send it to North Dakota. <clears throat> so that, that also makes me think about the, when you think about the fan base. That's already like so. The people who go to NFL games are already known to be pretty rowdy as well. Yeah. So you take that with the. To combine that with people who are already in Vegas, drunk or just trying to have a wild weekend, that's another recipe for disaster. I bet How? there's people listening to this and they like, well, damn, do y'all think all we do is party? Yeah, yeah. we do. That's yes. what people think y'all do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You yes. tried to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> Try. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Man. But is how far is the stadium <laughs> from, like, the main attraction of Vegas? I do believe it's right on the strip. What? Whoa! Yeah, it can't be too far if they're smart. It can't be too far. It's yeah. not too far. It's right. It's really close to. Uh, so I've never been. So I'm just gonna uh, describe the the to landmark. Vegas? I've Don't never been to Vegas. Don't do it. Okay, Don't that's that's it. fair. Don't that's fair. You guys, are, you guys are the only ones that have told me not to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do some more research, man. Before I make a, mm-hmm. make a we're, we're looking out for you. We're the only ones who care. Hey, as long as you know, as long as you know that you have a liver replacement ready for you when you come back home. Yeah, you're good. Go, do it. Okay. And whoever told okay. you to go, danger, nope. friend. They don't know you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Never trust that person. All right. That's I fair. I lost at least That's 20 fair. years of my life in Vegas. At least 20. Oh, I tested that. I'm out of here soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm checking out. I got about three more recordings in me, and I'm out. <laughs> Call it death. death. Vegas. 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 Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The way you guys are talking, it's like reverse peer pressure. It's just making me want to go that much more. <laughs> oh, hey. There's no problem. So, you can go. There's no problem. No problem. She might not come back. <laughs> or at least my, my liver won't. In your uh, bank account. Yeah, my bank account. Not man. he good, but he ain't good. About to be getting a call from his wife. You damn boys told my husband to go to Vegas. <laughs> and look where we at now. No, just have her listen to the record show. We said don't do it. Yeah. The podcast what is your is your truth. Uh but it's it's right next to uh that it's so like a, a black triangle, triangular oh, building or the black pyramid. Uh, yeah, what is that? I stayed there, Luxor. Okay, so it's like right, it's like right on that same street. Oh, you fancy, right? Yeah. That is not. Do you think they? But yeah, that dude, that makes. Do you think they're gonna keep the trend of gambling everywhere? So you walk into the stadium, there's gonna be spots everywhere, and. Oh, of course, of course. That's crazy. Yeah, it, it would. It wouldn't be a state a stadium in Vegas without slots, I imagine. You know how much people are going to lose, like now that sport or sports betting was le- was legal there, but the amount of money that's going to be lost on just one game, because well, you know there's going to be gambling within, huh? It's going to be some broke people. Man, we yeah. lost them again. Yep. Damn. It's you know who also obviously loses in this situation is uh, the Bay Area because they're losing I... their sports scene. I don't know how much they really gonna suffer. Like they got San Diego Chargers, L.A. Rams, 
Isn't there at least one other team in that area? I mean, on top of that, they still have other sports teams. True. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Plus NBA champions. Yep. Yeah. LA. I don't feel no pity for them. And I still LA think the that. Oakland. I still think the Oakland Raiders are gonna keep their rowdy fans anyway. So, they, oh, that is another point to mention. They are known for having one of the rowdiest. Yeah. Places. Like so, yeah. <laughs> like, so, so the so the Raiders are interesting um, because they're from. Okay, so Oakland. I don't know if y'all ever been to Oakland, but it's it's got its nicer parts now, but it's pretty rough. Or there definitely are yeah. some rough parts, i.e. the rough fans. So they're moving to Las Vegas, and fun fact: I'm a I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Hey, hey, um, my, uh, you know, I, I already liked you before we started. Um, this is why. <laughs> why? This is why. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're like you're like the third person I met in Texas who's a Philly fan too. So you know, shout out. Sorry, I mean, I'm not from Texas, but you know. We we still together. We holding down. Okay. Yeah. We yeah. we tight. We tight. We uh, so can he make his still, point? <laughs> <laughs> the point is that Detroit it. Lions don't, don't exist. So why What's the point? <laughs> that was so, the point. Philly's the only stadium that has a jail in it because yeah. they're fans. What? Proud. Wait. What? Yeah. <laughs> they have they have a literal oh, jail because their fans are. Philly fans are pretty terrible. Like, and they're I said, actually the worst fans ever. They're actually the worst. Like, they're pretty bad. They will boo their own team quicker than anything. Like, they're they're pretty bad. So, I only say that to say that Las Vegas is probably gonna have to have their own jail somewhere oh. in that city. Yeah, yeah. A jail. People, people don't realize, man, is short for fanatic. People mm. go crazy for these events. Hello, Kiva. I'm just saying, you know. Fanatics out here. <laughs> <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders just don't like fall off the tongue. Like, oh, here comes the Las Vegas Ve- Raiders. Like, <laughs> you, you, if you say Vegas Raiders, that. Okay. I mean, that's why Vegas Raiders. Vegas Raiders. I'm sure yeah, they're going to keep it that way because their uh, the hockey team is just called the. Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, that don't make really good, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess uh, we'll find out. Uh, I hope they don't have any. I'm just trying to think. Like, what if OBJ goes to the Raiders that time? At that time, because I can't imagine him as a football player, and he got new money in his account, and you know he can be reckless sometimes in Vegas. Oh, he's going to burn that check in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a foregone conclusion. Is this is going? Away. I guess really, it's not even just the players themselves. Other teams, when they go there, are about to just be like, you know what? Let's stay one more night. We're in Vegas. Why not? Right. <laughs> it's gonna be some tired games on that field. Some tired games. A lot of livers. All this, and they end up end up being the lamest team in the NFL. <laughs> like, they don't do nothing. No they trouble. Get, nice and wholesome. Community service. <laughs> they give back. <laughs> I always wonder if, like, these are grown-ass men. So, like, it's really hard to – it's not like college where the coaches basically are, like, the dads, and they'll tell you, like, you know, curfews at this time, be in your hotel room at this time, blah, 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 blah. Mm. NFL teams have that, but – these players don't yeah. give a damn. These are grown ass men, and they're getting their check. So, like, they'll leave. 
So I wonder if, like, in this situation, if they'll have some sort of, like, strict curfew on game day or the day before the game or, you know, during the season, how many times they can frequent, you know, a casino or it has to be something in their contract. If you uh, if you're here and you get caught, you know, you're suspending this many games. Yeah, I don't know. They're going to have their faces up like, don't let this man into the casino on Saturday night. <laughs> you got a game <laughs> tomorrow. Can you imagine, like, this big old football player, you got to tell him he can't do something? <laughs> like, you can't come in, so get the hell out of my way. Yeah, like, <laughs> right, I don't want to be the security guard that day. Yeah, like, just offensive tackle, six, eight, three hundred and fifty pounds wants to gamble, comes to the table, and you, like, pull up this this roster pictures like oh sorry bro you can't play or you can't you know gamble today he gonna look at you like i'll break you bro <laughs> deal my car right <laughs> i mean i'll deal your cars right now but that's because i want to <laughs> i could <you> know <laughs> man well good luck to them i do want to see the stadium like from a distance but i do want to see it yeah stadium's gonna be dope What's the what's the uh, anticipated year for them? Uh, twenty twenty, it should be. They I think they've already they've already broken ground. Uh, so twenty twenty for them. Um, if any of y'all have any sort of architectural itch, this is random. The the L A Rams and the L A Chargers they're building their own stadium as well up yeah. in Inglewood. I think that's another stadium that looks pretty cool too. So check that out. Now that we was, actually. When mm-hmm. we went to we went to um, Camp Flognaw Music Festival last year, and we uh, saw like the the pictures and the area where the stadium is going to be built. That's mm-hmm. a beautiful stadium as well. So, I mean, hey, they, I don't think they'll make ugly stadiums. I yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but hey, and Detroit has Ford Field, so. <laughs> Let's go ahead and hey. get into the last thing for tonight. So, go let's with you guys on this. Lions, you is trash, though, okay? Just know, just let him know that, that Colin Kaepernick is still available. Just saying. Because y'all need a quarterback. Bad. Oh, no. Nah, that ain't happening, by the way. But Yeah, yeah. it's not happening, but we can dream. <laughs> we can dream. <laughs> <laughs> hey, about like, it. Kyle was like, uh, nah, I ain't going. There. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good, love. Enjoy. Anywhere right there. <laughs> we good over here. Nah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get into the last thing for tonight. So, Kyle, you want me to introduce this one, or is it yours? You want to go ahead and do it? You go ahead, you go ahead and introduce it. All right. So, we, basically, we're going to end this one off with just a, a prompt for us to have a little discussion about. So, we want all y'all to. Definitely feel free to send in your, some of your answers. So the prompt is, you are isolated in a room for a month, and you're, you're allowed to listen to continuous music from three different artists. So throughout this entire time, you're locked in a room, and just be you listening to music from these artists. Who are the three artists you're going to choose? Mm. Who, wants, who wants to take it from? I mean, Go honestly, ahead. the easiest ahead, question I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I want to answer it. Go ahead, because we know, we know what it is. Let's get you out the way. I would listen to Lil Yachty. Uh, Lil What'd you say? I'm listening to Michael Joseph Jackson, Janet Demita Joe Jackson, and I think my, my third one, I'm going to go with Stevie Wonder. Huh. 
I was wondering who your third would be because those first two we knew for sure. Yeah. Oh. I thought about Beyonce. I was like, that would be cool. I thought about like, uh, <laughs> I thought about a lot of people. But then I'm like, Stevie, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. We good on any MLK Boulevard. We good. <laughs> That's fair. All right. I feel like I can go next because mine are also probably pretty predictable. So for me, the one and two are definitely going to be Jay-Z and Kanye. I will take both of those discographies start to finish. It be perfectly fine. But since you're giving me the luxury of picking a third person as well, I'm going to throw in Prince because he just has so oh. much material. That's a good one. So I think I could really enjoy just finally having the time there. Like literally, I don't think I have the time to, to listen to all the Prince music. He just has so much material out there, and so much more that maybe we'll get access to eventually. But he would be my number three. Brian, I thought you were gonna say Lil Wayne. Is it bad that I only know one Prince song? Yes, that is um, awful. Yeah, that is. <laughs> That just upset me. That's what yeah. this podcast can go on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like you for me. you might be getting some hate mail because we got some. Uh, <laughs> I know one really good uh, avid Prince listener on this uh, podcast, so she probably won't come after you. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe she can give me his dis- discography and figure out. Because I don't. The one song that I do that I have heard is it's pretty nice. So I it's pretty nice. Wow. It's quite a little box. Nice He might be a little talented. talented. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, uh, man. You don't know. That's so okay. <laughs> Not some. It goes like probably like a, some type of year. <laughs> uh, doves, doves fly? Is that what it is? Doves fly? Oh, when, when doves, doves cry? cry? Yeah. Doves cry. Okay. Cry, fly, okay. fry. Yeah. Something like very, that. Very similar. Very similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very All right. I'll go next. <clears throat> so on my top of my list, I got to go with Bar Marley. Okay. Um, okay. I'm probably going to get shunned for this, but I don't care because I think he makes great music. Uh, I'm going to take Chris Brown. Because I can get a plethora, oh, wow. a plethora of different genres. I can dance to his music. I can, you know, get the R and B. I can get the Caribbean vibe. Um, and uh, my, the last one was hard for me because the last one was hard. But you got, I'm sorry, this your choice. You right? Yeah, too loud, dog. Really? I'm sorry, I'm sorry um, <laughs> Why is it? You know what? Since we're here. Why did I have to get comfortable when I talk about music? Y'all wouldn't let me go with a comment. Now y'all can let me go with it. It's like I can't win. But it's all right. Um, I'll stuck with this one because I either wanted Lauren Hill, but she doesn't have much to offer as far as music. She just yeah, has that. Yeah. She just has that one album. Yeah. Um. So. Because I wanted to get, I wanted to take a female artist, and right now I just vibe a lot with her, so I'll take her. Lauren Hill? No, her. Oh, her, her, her. Yeah, her, her. Hey, by the way, she's going on tour. <laughs> yeah, she, she just, just announced it. So that'll be mine. That's cool. That's cool. Disrespect me like that again. No, like who do you want to listen to? Her. Okay, who is that? Her. 
Where is she? Her. Man, Brian, shut up. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I that guess. Nah, I'm, oh, no, I'm going to go. I guess I come the back three. The yeah, we'll, oh, we'll circle back for sure. Okay. Uh, the three artists that I would choose, um, and y'all probably don't think I'm real basic, so I'm going to start with the least basic one. Uh, 21 Pilots. Um, it was it was really between them or Linkin Park. And, oh, man. Now nah, I'm just going to stick with my choice. Uh, 21 Pilots. They're great. Their last album was amazing. Can't wait for the new one to come out. Um, the second artist, and this is me being basic, is Drake. Uh, his discography is, it's, I mean, it, it spans a decade plus. And while his newer music isn't as inspirational, he has more than enough music for me to, you know, just vibe to. And my last artist, so this is, uh, this probably be more controversial than anything else. <laughs> uh, Young Jeezy. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, yeah. You see, how is yeah, that? I did not expect that, but I'm. I didn't know. I just want to say, Brian, Brian, y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't gonna get <laughs> I ain't say shit about your pics. <laughs> I ain't say because you. I, I'll let you I live. can see your face. I don't need to see. I don't need to hear your words, Ron. <laughs> I know your facial expressions. <laughs> so I'm just guilty. guilty. <laughs> but all right. That's great. That's yeah, great G- choices. Was a... Great choices. Great choices. <laughs> I love them. So supportive. Thank you. Thank you. Us Eagles fans got to stay together. <clears throat> I have to. Have to. <laughs> Let's bring the smoke. Let's bring the smoke. Bring it. Let's go here. Bring, bring the it. smoke. Chris Brown. Okay. That's yeah, that one was from. a little confusing. So y'all telling me I can't vibe with Chris Brown before this forty five album song. And if you're looking at I'm talking musically, right? You're not don't tag on all the negative things that happened, yeah. but musically you don't fuck with him. I think he had not. two albums. I think his first two albums were the ones where you could vibe to the music, you could dance to the music. I think the other ones afterwards I think he kind of, I don't know what he was on, but he started, it was more, much more aggressive, much more sexually charged, <laughs> which isn't bad, but I'm going to try to listen to that for the whole album. So for me, he lost me after like his second album. His second album. Damn. All right. His second album. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying, like, you on an island, dude. I feel like you're going to hate Chris Brown. <laughs> like, it's only so many ways. Look, I'm sorry I'm not a stan of the Jacksons, like, as hard as you are for them, so you can't get mad at them. But... Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so many ways you can, uh, you know, harmonize about, you know, punishing vagina. <laughs> and I feel like oh, wow. He has that corner. He has that corner. You got that market on lock. Well, you know what? That's my pick, and I'm going to stand by it. At me. Now let's move over to Kevon. <laughs> <laughs> Kevon, what happened in life that you only know one person? I, I mean, it wasn't, know. you know, I mean, I've seen him, you know, in TV. Uh, you know, I just, I just haven't really gotten into his music. And I mean, it's very telling that I would put Young Jeezy in my three artists that I would listen to for a month. I mean, that was like, for me, when I was young growing up, I never really got to experience Prince, i.e. why I have that. I'm so attracted to, not attracted to, uh, I'm just, I got that pull for young, 
Young Jeezy and his beats specifically. So, that's what's up, man. It's all right. I think that's yeah. a good pick. Um, don't listen to these haters or this hater named uh, Brian. Well, <laughs> it's okay though. Well, Brian, what, were your, what was your third pick again? Uh, Stevie Wonder. Mm. I mean, my you can't you can't even touch. Ah, ah, even touch. Ah, we here. We here. We here. <laughs> hey, Kevon, Every time I see you from now on. I mean, I'm gonna just have Prince for okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. I just want do to that. You know. I, I'm open. I'm always open to learning. So that's funny. All right. Well, All right. Ronald, take us away. All right, man. So everyone out there, we would love to hear what y'all picks are. If y'all have any opinions on what we pick, so feel free to shoot us the email. It's whosmanspodcast at gmail dot com. You can get at us on social media as well. We're at whosmanspodcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can leave a comment, shoot us a DM, just shoot a note over. We'd love to hear what y'all think because I'm pretty sure there's got to be some more interesting answers out there. And we promise we won't hate too hard. Like, we, we, we got opinions we will share on, but we ain't going to hate too hard. <laughs> 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 All right. So, as we get out of here, keep on. Is anybody want people to get at you or any last words you want to leave here with? Uh, nope. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, cool, man. You know what? I respect that. I really respect that because it's not like Evan who just was like, I'm gone and hung up on us. Right. He said, bye to listeners. He said Hey, we appreciate you coming through, man. All right. So go ahead and uh, leave us. Well, Brian, tell people how they want to get at you. Hey, don't add me at God. Carlos, five minutes, and uh, keep on. You're the best. Go ahead, Connor. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Thanks. All right, so anybody who wants to get at me, you can catch me on Twitter at TaylorMadeLife. Make sure y'all, um, you know, checking out. The, I'm posting about music. I'm just having stuff I love to continue to have some conversations. Feel free to get at me whenever and comment. Go ahead and get us out of here with some nice words. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at uh, datfella underscore Connie. Uh, Big C22 on Instagram. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page. Um, been getting a lot of likes, a lot of follows, a lot of interactions. Um, before I give this little paragraph I found, um, RIP to Mac Miller, man. I still doesn't feel real to me for some reason. I don't know. It's just that one really impacted me. I think just because maybe um, he was our age and we kind of see him, we kind of saw him uh, grow into a uh, a really good artist. Um, so RIP to him. And so this, you know, words of wisdom come from Alex Ellie. I tend to use her stuff a lot because she really hits it on point about, you know, positive vibes and affirmations. But it goes, <clears throat> I give myself permission to grieve. I give myself permission to grow. I give myself permission to heal. I give myself permission to bend. I give myself permission to hold on, to let go, to stand tall. I give myself give myself permission to crumble, to be whole, to be in peace. I give myself to find permission to find peace in the mess. I give myself permission to unfold. I give myself permission to bloom, to be here, to relinquish control, to belong, to cry to take up space, to lean on others when I need them, to rebuild what has been broken, to love fiercely, 
and I give myself permission to feel what I need to feel and be who I need to be. So, hey, y'all have a blessed week. Um, Darnold, I'm so glad I met your lifesaver because now I have someone else to talk shit with about you. Um, <laughs> you don't, I don't know why you saved your kangaroo ass. But, uh, <laughs> you, you, you lucky, you blessed. You, you get to live another day to where I can talk shit. So y'all be easy. Don't be a who's man so we're going to find you. Peace. We out. <laughs>